for those that are watching right now, whether you're currently prospecting or you're looking to get into prospecting, if you focus on sharpening your sales skills and getting really, mm -hmm. really good at your sales skills and working on your mindset, once you work on those two things and you overcome those limiting beliefs around picking up the phone, man, you'll, you'll be unstoppable. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Vulcan 7 Coaches and Mentors, where we bring you some of the top agents who share with you their tips and strategies so that you can be a successful agent in this business. Now, today I have an awesome guest. I'm going to have him introduce himself. So get your pen and your paper ready because you're definitely going to be taking a lot of notes. So Justin Ford, welcome to the show. <laughs> Super excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes. So for everyone that's watching that maybe is not familiar with you, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yep. So I've been in the industry for the last 18 years. So I got my license when I was 12. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know, right? It looks like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I actually um, got into the mortgage business back when I was 22 years old. I'm 40 now. So for the last 18 years, this industry is all I know. Uh, did did the mortgage business until about 08, 09 when the market crashed and, you know, had to go do something else. And so rather than leaving the industry, I started helping people with short sales and loan modifications, did that for a few years. And then in 2013, when the market started to, to change, I actually went and got my real estate license. And so I've been selling real estate here in the uh, the Detroit, Michigan area for the last 10 years. And um, I'm also a real estate coach, helping people, you know, prospect and set more appointments, um, married, four kids. And uh, yeah, just uh, just crushing it here in real estate. Absolutely love it. That's awesome. That's awesome that you've been in the business this long, that you're now also teaching agents. Um, yep. You know, something that we love to talk about, I specifically have done it a lot. You, you know, we were talking about this earlier is prospecting yep. Yep. and setting appointments. Yep. So, you know, I feel that a lot of agents now may, maybe they're working with buyers. They want to get out of working with buyers that are wasting their time and doing yep. that and focus on listings. So yep. let's begin with an agent that's ready to make that transition. What would be like the first step that they need to take? Maybe it's mindset, maybe it's schedule. What would you yeah. say? Well, you know, I, I appreciate you asking that question because what I've found is, you know, I was fortunate enough to come into the industry back 10 years ago on Jeff Glover's team. I know he's been a guest on the show and that was my first introduction to real estate. I didn't know any other way how real estate was done. And so from day one, you know, the foundation of Jeff's team is prospecting. And so, you know, I was introduced to picking up the phone and making calls to expires and for sale by owners right away. And so, you know, when I left his team, you know, three, um, I was there for three years back in 2016. I thought, hey, this is just how everybody does real estate. But then I realized most agents start off doing buyers. And so I think it's the easy way to get out there and get your feet wet right away is, hey, go show some houses, work with some buyers, work some buyer leads. But I remember Jeff posed the question to me, you know, when I first started in the industry, he said, do you want to be the employer or the employee? You know, the employer is the one who puts the listings on the market and the employee is the one who goes out and shows those listings. And it really made me think because, you know, even though prospecting and picking up the phone and making phone calls, there, there are, you know, uh, limiting beliefs around that, you know, fear of rejection, all of those things. But when you look at the time that you spend on a buyer deal versus a seller transaction, it's a lot less time on the seller transaction. 
And because of that, you can obviously go out and do more transactions where with a buyer, you know, if you're running around showing five, 10 houses a day, 15 houses a day, you can only be with that one buyer. And so for those that are currently working with buyers and you want to move over to the selling side, for one, I would say that's a great decision. And I applaud you for that because that's definitely where you want to be. But the way that you get started is you have to find a system that you can follow, that you can plug into in order to, you know, make it happen because so many agents just try to wing it, right? They think, well, I could just, uh, you know, go on Zillow and call for sale by owners, or, you know, I can just uh, pick up the phone and make calls. And if you don't follow scripts, if you don't follow a system, you're going to get frustrated very easily and you're going to want to quit. So I would say find a proven system, find some proven scripts and, and get going. Yes, absolutely. Now, something that I love to talk about, and I have this saying, and you probably have heard it. I like to say skills pay the bills because agents want listings, but yep. then we're not working on those skills to be able to objection handle and convert yep. and all that. So yep. what are your tips when it comes to building your skills? Yeah. So there's two things that I believe every real estate agent should be focused on more than anything else. Number one, like you said, is your skills. You know, depending on, you know, you, you might call yourself a real estate concierge, a real estate, you know, specialist, a real estate professional. But but at the end of the day, we're all salespeople. And in order to be a great salesperson, you have to be great at those sales skills. And so if you're not, you know, sharpening your skills, scripts, role playing, writing out the scripts, knowing what to say, how to say it, being able to overcome objections confidently then you're going to have a very tough time in the business. And that and that's any aspect of the business. And then number two is mindset. Because anybody can pick up a phone, anybody can call the script or call the leads, follow the script. But the reason why I find that so many people do not do this and or struggle doing this is because their mindset. And so when you can make a commitment to work on what are your limiting beliefs, why are you afraid to pick up the phone? Because one of the things I ask, I was just uh coaching a, a group of agents yesterday in our prospecting boot camp, And I asked them, what's the main reason why most people don't call expireds or FISBOs? And pretty much everybody said fear of rejection. And then my question was, well, why are you afraid? Like, what, mm -hmm. what are you afraid of? And you know what they say? I don't know. Because we've never really dug deep enough to figure out what is the root cause of our fear to pick up the phone and talk to a stranger and be told no mm -hmm. by someone who will probably never meet. Why does that, why does that scare us so much? And I think once you can identify what your limiting beliefs are, trace those back to an occurrence. And what I what it usually is, is maybe you were rejected as a kid. Maybe you had a rough childhood. Maybe you were bullied. Maybe you were told no. Maybe there was something in your childhood or in your life that caused this limiting belief to be afraid to be told no, to be afraid to be rejected. And as we, when we become adults, we never really dealt with that, but it is, you know, attached to our subconscious mind. So when, when we dread the, you know, the thought of picking up the phone and calling a stranger and being told no or go to hell or F off because you know how they say all yeah. that stuff, it like causes people to literally uh, be in fear. So I think for those that are watching right now, whether you're currently prospecting or you're looking to get into prospecting, if you focus on sharpening your sales skills and getting really, mm -hmm. really good at your sales skills and working on your mindset, once you work on those two things and you overcome those limiting beliefs around picking up the phone, man, you'll, you'll be unstoppable.
Yeah, absolutely. I remember even when I started making cold calls to expires and for sale by owners, I was like those agents that you just described. I was scared. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to yell at me. They're going to be rude. How am I going to handle objections? Mm -hmm. And just like you mentioned, the switch for me was like, well, you know what? That phone call can lead me to a $10,000 paycheck. Why am I not making more of these calls? Yep. And that's when I said, you know what? If I mess up, I'm probably never going to see that person in my life. They don't know what I look like. So I'll just hang up and and go to the next call because that person needs me. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we have a saying at Glover, you and I, I don't know if Jeff mentioned it when he was on the more rejection I get, the more money I make, right? Jim Rohn calls it the law of averages. And what, what that means is, you know, if you just show up and and do something long enough, a ratio appears. And the good news with prospecting is, you know, sooner or later, somebody's going to say, yes, you might get a hundred no's, but number one Oh one could be a yes. And like you said, it could be a $10,000 commission check. But the question I always ask when I'm either speaking in a room or coaching a group of agents is, you know, raise your hand if you either believe you're a great agent or you Mm -hmm. desire to be one. And everybody raises their hand. And I say, well, what do you think an expired listing needs? A great agent. And so rather than looking at, oh my gosh, you know, I'm afraid to pick up the phone or, oh my gosh, this is scary. Why don't you go be the great agent that they need? Because unfortunately the last agent didn't get the job done for whatever reason. And then another thing that I say, Ken, because it goes back to mindset is expect the no. Like, don't be afraid when somebody tells you no, expect it because the majority of people are going to tell you no. All you're looking for is one to two people per day to say yes. And if you get really good at it, you're going to find yeses. They're going to pop up. Yeah. Expect no, but be ready for yes. Because so many times agents are like, I got a yes. And I didn't know what to say. And I didn't set an appointment. You got to be ready. Yep, you got to be ready. And that goes back to your skills, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Skills. Um, and something else that I say is, you know, there's probably agents out there that have half the skills that you have, but they're consistent and they're yep. making calls oh, day man. and night and they're yep. setting appointments and they're getting deals together. Yep. Because again, it goes back to the law of averages. You could be mm-hmm. an average salesperson and outwork a really good salesperson. You know, I've got a group of guys here at the office in the other room right now, and they just show up every day and consistently make calls. And they've been in the business less than a year and they're mm-hmm. setting appointments. Why? Because they're dialed into how many contacts they need to make, how many people they need to talk to, and they're willing to to plug away on the phones. And so, you know, I, I love that you brought that up because when I first started, you know, in the business, I was a brand new real estate agent and I sold a hundred homes my first year in the business you know, 80% of that was from prospecting. And the reason why was not because I was more skilled than the other agents in the office. I wasn't more skilled than other agents in the industry. I just had a work ethic that I was going to prospect sometimes up to eight hours a day to set appointments. And so I got those numbers in because it's a ratio that if you know your ratio, let's say it takes, you know, for me, 10 people that I need to talk to before I set an appointment. So if I want to set five appointments today, I need to at least talk to 50 people. Now, it doesn't always work out where you set an appointment every time that you talk to 10 people. But if you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to show up, sooner or later, those appointments are are definitely going to pop up. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one at one point in the beginning when I wasn't even good at objection handling, but I knew just like you, it's like, oh, we have to make calls and expires for sale by owners to get listings. I'm going to do this. There was one day and I'm very competitive. I said, you know what? I'm going to make a hundred contacts. I'm going to have 100 conversations in one day. I was testing myself. Yeah. 
And I started at eight o'clock with expires for sale by owners. Yep. I think I ended almost like at 845 in the evening. I was going hard and it was almost towards the end after 830. I set an appointment with a listing with yep. a seller. Yep. And it was just so satisfying because at that point I knew like I'm newer. I may not know all the answers, but I'm here putting in the work. Yep. And I think that's also real important for agents to understand that you have to see yourself as that best agent and as a business owner, because if you're not yep. putting in the work, you're not going to be getting a paycheck. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of times, and I think, again, it goes back to human nature is mm -hmm. we want to take the the path of least resistance to get a transaction. We all do, yeah. right? We all do. But the reality is there's only one way to really get the results that you want. And that's doing the hard work. I mean, there's no shortcutting it, especially with prospecting. I teach people, you know, 90% of agents are out of the business in their first two years. Why? Because I think we've been sold this bill of goods. You know, you watch HGTV, you have this idea that real yeah. estate is all glamorous and it's all fancy and, oh, it's going to be easy. And I'm going to just post a few things on social media and I'm going to be a rock star. Well, it doesn't work that way. It all comes down to conversations. And obviously there's a lot of different ways you can have conversations about real estate. You can door knock, you can network, you can do circle prospecting, you can do a lot of different things, but it all comes down to conversations. And that's not just in real estate, that's in any type of sales, that if you're not having conversations about what you do, then you're never gonna get those sales. And so I always just say that the, the, the person that talks to the most people is gonna get the most results, period. Yes. So I'm sure that there are agents that are watching that are doing this part-time. And maybe yep. they're like, once I get that first or second deal, I'm going to transition into full-time. Um, what would you recommend a good schedule would be for them to follow as a part-time agent? So, yeah, if you're a part-time agent and, you know, you work a day job, you know, let's say you work eight to four. And I always tell part-time people that if you really want to transition from your day job to doing real estate, you're going to have to sacrifice for a period of time and it's not going to be easy. You're going to have to sacrifice doing things that you would normally do in order to put in the work to get the results. And so, you know, if you're working, let's say eight to four, then you should get home or get to the office and prospect from five to eight, five to nine, right? You can legally make calls up until nine o'clock. And so it's going to take time for you to put in the work. Let's say you work an afternoon shift. You should be on the phones from 8 a.m. to at least 12 p.m. if you're able, because that's when the best time to call is. And so and it's not just getting on the phone and calling. It's it's setting a goal for how many people you should talk to every day. And if your goal is to talk to 25 people a day, you need to look at what time you have available during the day and you need to commit to, to prospecting and making phone calls during that time. And eventually what you'll see is you'll start to set appointments, you'll start to go on appointments and you'll start to take listings. And once your pipeline is at a place and once you've closed some deals and you're at a place where you know that you're going to do this consistently, then you can consider going full time. Yes. So for a full-time agent, mm -hmm. what should that schedule look like? Yep. I think, you know, one of the things that we teach at Glover U is you got to own your morning to win your day. And so you should have your entire morning planned out from the time you wake up till what you do until you walk in the door of either your home office or your brokerage or wherever you do your work. And you have to have a, a non-negotiable start time. What time do you start your day every day? Like my team and I, we get to the office every day at 7.30 a.m. We do role playing from 7.40 to 8 and we're on the phones by 8 a.m. So we're making calls from 8 a.m. typically till 11 a.m. And then from there, we're doing lead follow-up. Take your lunch. You got to make time for yourself. 
and then do your work in the afternoon. Go on your appointments in your afternoon. I would never go on a listing appointment or do a closing or meet with the buyer in the morning because that that prospecting time that you have in the morning is the most important part or, or more, most important time on your schedule because the day that you decide not to prospect, you might not feel it today, but you're going to feel it down the road. So you got to guard your morning, get on your appointments in the in the afternoon or early evening. But if you have family and or even if you're single, you have to put times on your calendar of what we call non-negotiables. Like what are your non-negotiables? For me, I don't work Sundays. We go to church in the morning and it's family day. That's on my schedule. I'll never you know, set a listing on Sunday. I'll never do an open house on Sunday. I'm never meeting with a buyer on Sunday because that's a non-negotiable time. My kids' games on my calendar, non-negotiable. So build in your non-negotiables before you build in your real estate day. And then what you do is you work your real estate business around those, those days and times that are most important to you. Awesome. I love everything you're saying. I feel that at the end of the day, whether it's Justin or anyone that you're watching, if you're watching this video, you know, it's like we have a military type of schedule where we follow it and we don't let any distractions kind of throw us off because yep. just like you mentioned, and there might be times where a buyer comes through or a seller comes through at 10 o'clock in the morning. Hey, come and show me this property. You have to be disciplined enough to say, you know what, right now I'm not available, but we can meet at two o'clock. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, 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 and when you do that, you'll be surprised that they'll usually agree with you. Like I was prospecting this morning and this guy kept trying, you know, when I was setting an appointment with him to meet with me in the morning. And yeah. here's what I tell him, because they don't know our terminology like, hey, I'm prospecting. I just say, yeah. you know, like I'm talking to you right now, I said every morning from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. I'm on floor time. I'm required to be on floor time. And so I can't meet with you in the morning, but I can meet in the afternoon. And we ended up setting an appointment in the afternoon. So it's, you know, it's okay to say no and give another option because again, the minute that you compromise your schedule, you're willing to compromise it the second mm -hmm. time. Yes. Yes. So let's talk about lead generation. Yep. I hear that all the time from agents. How do I get leads? What sources should I go after? So what would you recommend to get started or, you know, how to get your first listing fast. <laughs> yep. Yep. Again, I, I feel leads are good, right? There's a lot of lead sources that are out here. And what I find is everybody's looking for leads. And rather than looking for leads that can be given to you, I, mm -hmm. I say, you know, create your own leads. If you're a brand new agent or if you're a seasoned agent, and you're looking for more opportunities, create them. There's so many ways that you can create your own, you know, opportunities. Expires and for sale by owners is a great way. Just listed, just sold, a great way. Circle prospect, hybrid farming, pick a neighborhood and go own that neighborhood for 12 months. Be the face of that neighborhood. Get in front of people. Um, you can also, you know, uh, network with people. You can build relationships with a great lender that you can trade business with. There's a lot of different ways to get business, but always, no matter what other lead sources you go after and get, let the core of your business be your efforts, because if all the lead sources at the end of the day are taken away, nobody can take your work ethic from you. And so be the foundation of having conversations with people every day. And also make sure that you are putting all of those people into some type of system, not just yes. having conversations looking yep. for that next. Yes. Yes. Have a great, you know, CRM. Tell us about your prospecting boot camp and <clears throat> all of the coaching that you have just in case anyone wants to, to join you. Yep. Yep. So I lead the prospecting bootcamp over at Glover U. It's a 16 week course where I teach everything 
that I've learned from Jeff Glover himself on how to sell on average 100 homes a year. Uh, everything from expireds for sale by owners, circle prospecting, door knocking, social media, how to build your database, um, how to leverage understanding the different personality styles. You know, when you look at the disc test, all of us fall within a personality profile. Uh, most people don't know that when you go out and you meet with people, they might not be the same personality style as you. Mm -hmm. So we teach you how to identify what their personality style is and how to communicate in a way that they can relate to you, which causes your conversion ratio to go up. One of the things too that we teach is Jeff and his team's top 25 sources of business on how they sell a thousand homes a year. And so it's a whole 16 week class. It's on Mondays from two to 3 p.m. Eastern on Zoom. It's a $299 investment per month for four months. So it's a $1,200 investment. What I always say is how many listings would you need to take in order to recoup $1,200? Like a, a portion of a listing. We talk about mindset. We do role playing together. We have a private Facebook group that you we put you in with about a thousand other agents who have gone through the class. We actually had a guy go through our class two sessions ago that took 18 listings over the 16 week course. And so if anybody's interested, you can reach out to me directly. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram at the official Justin Ford, or you can email me justin at justinfordteam.com. We just started yesterday, but the good news is we still leave the registration open through this week. We'll email you the, uh, the recording from yesterday just so that you can get caught up. We do homework every week. And it's definitely a, a, prog a program that will help you take your business to the next level. That's awesome. So there you go. You still have time to sign up if you're watching this video, yep. but only sign up if you're willing to put in the work and if That's you're it. ready to get more business. Absolutely. Justin, I mean, you sold me. I'm ready to sign up too for this. <laughs> yeah, it's a great program and it's led by me. So you get yours truly. There you go. It doesn't get better than that. Awesome, Justin. Well, thank you so much for coming on here, dropping some gems. Um, we're going to make sure that all of the information is in the description box below. Yep. So once again, make sure to sign up to the Prospecting Bootcamp with Justin. Get ready to take your business to the next level. And yeah, thank you, Justin, once again. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks.